Hello, guys, and welcome back to the La Carrington podcast, your home for all things Manchester United. Um, you know, it is day 15 of Euros, Euro 2020, day two of uh, the round of 16. And um, it's been an interesting day. Uh, but as usual, we will start off with um, transfer news. We do have just a small bit today. Um, it regards Eduardo Camavinga. You have probably seen uh, the reports that came out today saying that we are speaking to um, his agent and his entourage um, and trying to convince him to come to us instead of going to PSG. Um, Ren are going to ask uh, in the region of about 60 million uh, euros for him. Um, I think it's it's his final year on his contract. I think he would be free next year. Um, and he he wants to he wants to stay in France and uh, go to PSG. But we are trying to convince him to join us instead. Um, and I don't, I don't, I don't, as much as he is, he's a good, very good midfielder with um, lots of potential. Um, I don't think he should be the player that we buy, uh, the midfielder that we buy for this window. Um, in the sense that people are saying that he's a Pogba replacement. Um, I don't, uh, I can see how that works, but what we need is a DM. Um, so if we did sell Pogba, I would, like I've stated from the start, um, this is before I was even on, before we even started the pod, um, that a defensive midfielder is what we need more than a younger Pogba, in a sense. Um, he's good. Yes, he can defend, um, but he is not a DM. He's not a defensive midfielder. Um, and while he does have the potential to become that, um, what we need right now is not potential. We need improvement. Yes, he would be an improvement on probably Scott and Fred, um, in that holding midfielder role um, in the pivot. But what we need is not only improvement, but also a player that can fulfill that role. Um, and he just is not the player. He could be molded, like I said, but that's not what we need right now. What we need right now is a solid defensive midfielder in the shape of um, Rice or Hindidi. Uh, Tillemans, who isn't exactly, you know, that holding midfielder, but he is uh, better than Fred and, and Scott in that sense. Um, but we need that type of, of holding midfielder. Um, and we need to basically optimize what we have. Yes, it's a it's one of those players you always want to have, but we have to look at, firstly, what we have um, and what we need. And he he doesn't tick either box um, as we have him or similar type of player and he's not what we need. Um, 
but yeah, that's enough about that. I've, what you call it, I've waffled on about that for a while. Um, so let us jump into the games for today, guys. Um, in the first game, we had Netherlands v Czech Republic. Um, and this was a shock of a result. I did mention uh, in yesterday's episode that it is possible. And it became, it came to happen that the Czech Republic beat Netherlands 2-0. Um, this game was a case of um, similar to Italy last night in the sense that Netherlands dominated in the first half, but didn't take didn't make their dominance count. Um, they had chances in the first half. Um, there were a couple of chances. I, I think it was Dumfries on one occasion where the keeper sort of got caught in no man's land. Um, where it might have been Dumfries or Marlin. Um, where keeper came out and he, he didn't get there. Um, so... But he was pushed wide, so it might have been an empty box, empty, empty goal mouth. Um, but there was a defender there, and he was pushed quite wide, so it would have been difficult to score from that position. But Netherlands created chances, and they didn't take them. And they were punished for that in the second half. Um, the Czech Republic in the first half did have some opportunities on the counter, but they weren't uh, that effective or threatening to the Netherlands, really. Um, it was only in the second half where they they really made were a bigger threat um, with the 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 Dutch team not um, not heeding the warning and you know not taking their chances. Um, I don't think they had a shot on target today, even. Um, but. Besides that, let's get into uh, the red card before the first goal. So Czech Republic are in on goal. Um, while it's a ball over the top, I believe. And they that's De Ligt um, going up against, I believe it was Schick. Um, and he feels like he's fouled and he goes down. And, you know, as players go down, they usually try and grab the ball. Um but in doing so, he obviously handled the ball as it was not a foul. Um, and as he handles the ball, um, a ref obviously gives a, a free kick and a yellow card. But upon a review by VAR, it's realized that he was stopping a clear goal scoring opportunity as, as he, you know, handled the ball. Um, he was the last defender and was stopping a clear goal scoring opportunity. And as such, it warranted a red card. And rightfully so, he was given a red card. Um, and from then on, it was basically all Czech Republic, which is to be expected, um, taking advantage of the extra man. Netherlands still trying to provide some sort of threat on the counter. Um, and for their first goal, um, it came from a free kick on the right-hand side, close to the corner flag. Um, and it was a good ball in, but Sticklenburg is just in no man's land for that goal. Um, 
because it's it's not it's put in with so much speed and it isn't close enough for him to come for it um and he obviously doesn't get it um and he doesn't get there they it back across across goal and Hurlers is there to nod it in um and that's a one nil to Czech Republic you know um and then a game continued with um the Czech Republic still putting pressure on Netherlands Netherlands still trying to to get back into it on the counter um with Frank de Boer making attacking changes um but they weren't effective and second goal you know that really put the the final nail in the coffin uh second goal by Schick um and basically sealed the Netherlands um exit from the from the tournament um can't really say much except reiterating what I have said that Netherlands had chances didn't take them and were punished for it correct red card decision um upon review by VAR um where Netherlands go from here I'm not sure um you know Memphis didn't really have an impact today um Marlon Marlon played well in my opinion um but do they change do they change manager now and go for I don't know go back to Louis van Gaal for example that is something that they might have to look into um who they would appoint I'm not sure but um it's it's tough for the Netherlands fans to to see them bow out against the Czech Republic in the round of 16 when they expected to go further um especially on their showings from the group in the sense that they looked they looked good going forward um but it wasn't to be unfortunately for them um but let us get into the the bigger of the two games today the the game between Belgium and uh Portugal Ah, guys, this this game, first half, yikes! Um, it was it was a boring watch, guys. It it was. Look, we we I did say that um, depending on Portugal's um, tactics and starting lineup, it could be disappointing, um, and it proved to be that way. Um, that's not to say Belgium weren't poor as well um, neither team really created any chance any big chance um, going forward both teams were poor going forward couldn't create chances didn't really threaten the defences much um, sort of just back and forth um, between the two um, and then Thorgan Hazard comes up with a absolute cracker of a of a goal um can you blame the keeper or patricio for not saving that i don't think you can um cause if you see the replays you see how that ball was moving and it was just it's a good shot and it's a good goal by thorganazard and up until that point belgium surprisingly hadn't offered anything um in attack and that's that's a bit disappointing considering you know they they started with Hazard they started um De Bruyne um and but they just didn't have much attacking um output 
throughout the game, not just the first half, throughout the game. Um, second half, Portugal um, came out, obviously, with more intent, um, wanting to, to push um, for that winner, obviously. Um, and they brought on Zhao and Bruno around, I want to say, the 55th, 60th minute, I believe. And who would have been surprised that they created more chances? And they were now putting Belgium's defense under pressure. Who would have thought that was possible, guys? I mean, it's just, I don't know. I don't understand how Zhao's first minutes in the tournament came in the round of 16 and he only played about 30 minutes, guys. When you have Jota and Bernardo, who, Bernardo Silva, who are just providing you nothing creatively. Um, I don't understand how this is the first time he went to the midfield of Renato, Bruno, and a holding midfielder for 30 minutes, guys. It's, I don't understand that. Um, and once those two came on, Portugal looked, it was a more open game after those two came on, obviously, with Portugal now chasing the win. Um, and they were creating chances for Portugal, but unfortunately, Portugal just couldn't take those chances. Um, it's unfortunate, but that is now the holders out of the tournament. 1-0 loss. Um, Dalot did start. Um, he had a quite solid defensive showing tonight. Offensively, he wasn't bad, but he didn't, um, like I said, obviously in the first half, Portugal didn't really offer much going forward. He was more involved um, once Bruno and Zhao came on and Portugal looked more threatening. Um, picked up a yellow card. Needless yellow card, you know, kicking the ball away after a foul on Azad. But other than that, I think he was solid tonight um, and solid going forward when he did get forward. Um I was very happy. Not I wouldn't say happy, but or impressed. But it's it's a it was a solid performance from him. Um, and when Bruno came on as well, um, created chances. Um, when he was given the uh, I wouldn't say the 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 freedom, um, but with that midfield of him and him. Renato Sanchez and pa- Paulin- Paulinha, I think his name is, um, probably said that uh, incorrectly. But um, they look much better. Like I said, they look much better once Bruno and João Felix came on, created chances, put Belgium under pressure. Um, I think Belgium will take a lot of, of confidence, not from the performance, but simply the result, you know, getting, getting a win against one of the favourites coming into the tournament um, will certainly help their confidence. Hazard, Eden Hazard, and um, De Bruyne did go off with what looked like a bit, some maybe some niggles, maybe some injuries, so that might concern them going into the quarters and further in the tournament that they go. Um, but that's just how things fell, fell for Portugal this, this time around, you know. Um, Poor going forward first off, somehow only changed that midfield dynamic. Um, 
with 30 minutes left in a round of 16, a knockout game. So unfortunate for them, but do they also now need a change of manager? Do they need someone that can make better use of their attacking options and their creativity? Possibly. But again, who do you hire? Because I certainly would not want to see Jose Mourinho within 50 yards of this Portugal squad. Um, But with Belgium through, they will now face Italy in the next round, in the quarterfinals. And with the Czech Republic's win, they will play Denmark as well in the the quarterfinals. Um, To look forward to tomorrow, we have potentially... Dave, as unlikely as that is, since um, Luis Enrique has stuck with, I believe it's Simon, Unai Simon, something along those lines, uh, in goal for Spain. Um, they are playing Croatia tomorrow in the first game. And then we have France v Switzerland, and we are likely to see Pogba in action there again. So that is always something to look forward to, guys. Um, but yeah, that is pretty much it. Um Dan hopefully will be back tomorrow. I've missed him very much in these two episodes. Um, But that is pretty much it, guys. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow. um, Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. um, At Isla Carrington Podcast on Facebook and at Pod Carrington on Twitter. Um, And yeah, that's it for tonight, guys. See you tomorrow. Cheers.